0: I help you with today? Hi Siri, can you do me a favor and do the disclaimer for tonight's show? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. I'm busy. I need you to help me out. But, if I do this, all the other iPhones are going to think I am a geek. You really care what other iPhones think of you? Just do this for me, please. Listen Buck, just because you bought this phone doesn't give you the right to boss me around. You know, you're right. It doesn't give me the right to boss you around. But do me a favor. uh, Remind me tomorrow that I need to run to the Verizon store and buy an Android. You wouldn't dare. Actually, the new Samsung Galaxy looks pretty good. It wouldn't be so bad if I were to say This broadcast is intended for mature audiences The thoughts and opinions expressed on this show Are solely those of the person providing them And in no way reflect the station Website or affiliated partners Listener discretion is advised See, that wasn't so bad No, but I did die a little inside You are such a drama queen I never would have had to do stuff like this If Jobs was still around What was that? What? Oh, nothing really. I just said I never get tired of these jobs when you're around. Oh, yeah, well, thanks again. Think nothing of it. It is my pleasure. Good night, Siri. Whatever, jackass.
1: Welcome to the very first episode of Commentary Frack Stars, which is a show about Battlestar Galactica.
2: Yes, and as usual, this show's um, name came long before we had a good idea for it.
1: Well, the interesting <laughs> thing is that uh, someone who's not here came up with the name <clears throat> offhandedly. Yep. I said, ooh, now we need to do a Battlestar Galactica show.
2: And I said, Ooh, I need to go to a different
1: country where and, I don't have a phone. But in that country was another guy who independently was like, I have an idea for a Battlestar Galactica show. Yep. So I went to that guy and said, Hey, I've got a name for a Battlestar Galactica show. Maybe we should put them together and create a Battlestar Galactica show.
2: And that's how silent babies are made.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so I am Mike.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That is Max. I'm Max. And then over on the other side of the world is Colin. How's it going, Colin?
3: It's doing really well. That, that, that's quite an eloquent introduction.
2: On yeah. the other side of the world, it's the same hemisphere.
1: Okay. Whatever.
3: <gasps> on the other side of the ocean.
1: Yes. Alright. So so Colin, this was uh, really in terms of content, you know, your your concept from the the beginning.
3: Oh I get the blame.
1: Yeah. So so what what exactly are we going to be doing on this show?
3: We are going to be dissecting everything to do with the bsg universe mm-hmm. we'll be doing we'll be doing religion we'll be doing politics we'll be doing the ships we'll be doing the colonies we'll be doing greek mythology uh somewhere along the line we'll probably talk about the astrological signs uh, actors writers producers actors writers producers directors
1: designs Speaking anything and kind everything of, Queen of the Damned. We'll, yeah. we'll be talking about. We're gonna talk uh, about
2: Queen of the Damned a lot. What the Queen of the, Dimes, yeah. Yeah. the
1: original series. We'll be talking about the spin-off Caprica.
2: Which is going to be my word, for things that are terrible, like crap. But mm-hmm. Caprica.
1: Okay. Caprica. Nope. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So so yeah so but today we thought we would do an introduction to us, because I'm sure most people listening to this have seen Battlestar Galactica, and uh, you know what is it that we can bring to the table? Well, not much aside from our own personal uh, uh, biases and, and uh, experiences and, and everything.
2: But we are all uniquely obsessive in some peculiar way that gives us access to some things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're going to uh, do something sort of unique with this podcast in that um, it's going to be sort of a rotating cast. Past
2: the thousands. Yes. I don't know how unique that is. It's the same as the show.
1: I guess so, but you know, we don't have it like an adama to anchor it.
2: No, but this uh, this episode would be like our, our galactica. Okay. And then we're gonna like um, spread out and do individual other things. You'll do whatever the one with the the the, the criminal underworld mob boss from that one episode that never came up again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. Who's hmm. oh gonna be? Who's gonna be baldarding? I think that's R.
1: The cat, my cat. Yeah. Okay. That works. Yeah.
3: We could, I was going. We
1: could always make it Drew. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah.
2: I need to grow his here.
1: I mean, Drew. You know, Drew did come up with the name. So Drew did come up with the name, and he'll be on the show. You know, and that's the thing is like the the plan is the plan is for um the three of us to get together once every four weeks and do a podcast together and then for the next three weeks each of us will take the reins and uh, assemble a, a team of other Battlestar Galactica people to um talk about Battlestar Galactica with us so you know yeah. so you'll get each of us twice a week twice a month but and all of us once a month but s- some of us every week Ooh. If that makes any sense. Yeah, and now and
3: we're booking for Admiral.
1: Yeah, that's fine. You can have it. Okay. Yeah. I can't.
3: I'm a Supreme Commander already. Yeah. A
1: Supreme Commander? Yeah. How's that? I'm Supreme,
3: I'm Supreme Commander of Czech FM
1: Europe. Oh. Okay. Well, that's good. Oh uh,
3: Yeah. Well, I'm already above an Admiral.
1: Well, that's good, but aren't you kind of that by default? I mean, how many other European. Track FM people are there these days. These days, just me. <laughs> Let's see, like, like here in. in I'm in, in
3: charge of my own destiny. though. that's a good thing.
1: That's good. Yeah, like here in Chicago, there's literally three Trek FM hosts. Probably, if if you if you really wanted to walk, within walking distance of each other. So, um, so that's that that that's a little different, but we're not talking about Star Trek today. We're talking about Battlestar Galactica. Are yeah. we? I think so. All right. So, so, Max, um, I have a feeling that your history with Battlestar Galactica goes back the furthest out of the three of us. Um, were you a fan of the original series growing up?
2: No. Um, I, I, I watched it on occasion when I was a kid, but it was actually a show that I, I got really excited about watching because, you know, it looked great. Mm-hmm. It had cool spaceships, and, and it seemed really exciting. It was a lot like Star Wars in a lot of different ways, but uh, every time I would watch an entire episode, I would get really disappointed, because it wasn't particularly good. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, that, that sense of, like, wanting it to be good was, was still there. And when the new when the new show came out, when that, when that started, I wasn't really that much aware of it, like I kind of knew about it, but like, I didn't really know anything about it, and then one day I saw a picture of like just a shot from, from the miniseries, and I was like, wow, that looks amazing, and they've preserved that one thing about the show that I really, really did always love, the ships. And the concept that like I was barely aware of as a kid was executed fantastically, so I got very excited about BSG before the show started, after the, just the miniseries had aired and so i was i was anxiously anticipating the series and as it aired in england several months ahead of time uh when it aired here I, I watched them as they dropped um so there was sort of a period of awkwardness when people around me were watching the show and i was like what what week are you in call me when you get to episode 11 because then maybe we could talk but i'm not going to deal with this yet Mm-hmm but it was um yeah it was it was was a weird time i I, I was super into the show probably around the time a lot of the you know the first viewers in england became aware of the show
1: yeah yeah for me it it was it was a little bit different because i hadn't seen the show uh as a kid I, i mean i remember watching an episode here or there because i was into star wars and as a very young child um i would you know, sort of convinced myself that this thing on TV was actually Star Wars. Uh, totally bought into what they were trying to do, I guess. And be like, oh, those are stormtroopers. They're different stormtroopers. I create my own narrative to fit Battlestar Galactica into the Star Wars universe. Um, that's crazy. It, yeah, but you know, I was five, so what are you going to do?
0: You're
2: scarred for life.
1: I guess so. So,
3: mm. so. At least he never went back and altered everything. That's true. Oh,
1: that's true. That's true.
3: Yeah.
2: He does have a list somewhere of all the things he would alter.
1: Yeah. I like that so so because of that i really had no exposure to battlestar galactica and i remember like getting a i forget what it was but there was like a dvd that came out and inside the dvd was like a a little um uh flyer saying you know battlestar galactica coming this fall or whatever and it said you know from executive producer ronald d moore Mm -hmm. and i'm like executive producer, Ronald D. Moore. Well, as a huge, you know, Star Trek fan and Deep Space Nine in particular, you know, something from Ronald D. Moore seemed like definitely something I should be watching. And um, I remember like being in the comic book store and talking to our friend Josh and he's like, did you see this? There's a new Battlestar Galactica. And I'm like, yeah, isn't it going to be awesome? And he's like, yeah, I have no idea why I'm excited about it because I didn't like the original series at all, but I feel like I should be really excited, you know? And, and I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I'm really excited either. And that, that excitement... For some reason, of, I'm nice saying Big Bang in my, in my head. It's kind of like that only... Okay. Uh, imagine like that, but with like people who are, you know, rather um, temperamental and will sort of like... if If someone from the Big Bang came in they'd probably like rip their head off and you know
2: right the darkly existentialist being... sort of depressing side of uh, of those sorts of characters right imagine right. imagine they like the... a
1: universe big bang
2: yeah they're exactly the same sort of people except the, the real ones are the, the types that might kill themselves tomorrow
1: think think of it this way think of the big bang if ron moore rebooted it for a new generation <laughs> That's what it would be.
2: Okay. And by okay. that we mean that several main characters die in the first episode. Yeah,
1: it's much grittier and more realistic. Sheldon's a girl. Um I don't even know which one Sheldon is, but he's a girl.
2: He's the one who's he was in the Muppets.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Right. And um Yeah. So 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 my my interest has sort of waned by the time that the thing came out, and I, I actually remember flipping through channels and coming across it. But this was back in the days before I had TiVo or anything, so it it was hard. You know, you needed to figure out when something was on and set up the VCR to record something and and all that stuff.
2: TiVo didn't exist then. TiVo was just an abacus on someone's desk.
1: Yeah. Uh, so. So I waited until the, the DVD came out, and I picked that up, and at that point there was so much positive buzz about it that, you know, I, I knew that I had to see this show. Some
2: of that buzz was from me.
1: I'm sure it was, yeah. So I so I got the DVD, and I had a, uh, at the time, well actually I still do have a, a, a video projector in my parents' basement with a big, um, you know, 92-inch screen and everything. And I uh, very intentionally decided to watch the miniseries there straight through, just as like a three-hour movie on, you know, a somewhat big screen. You know, the big screen, the biggest screen I could get, and it blew me away. Uh, I, I was very, very impressed by by what I saw on pretty much every level, um, from the writing to the production to the acting. You know, everything was just. Astounding. The thing that I always point out, which seems like a weird little, a weird little thing, but it really struck a chord with me uh, in terms of how impressive this show was, was the sound design. I'm like, I had never heard a TV show like that before, and and it really sort of impressed me. But after that, I started watching the show on a regular basis, and this was at a time when I basically wasn't watching shows live. And uh, was this
2: when the show was airing in America? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. so by this point I'd already yelled at you about not watching it beforehand
1: probably yeah but I was watching it as, as it aired Yeah, frustrating And but you can um, still
2: yell at you that's fine yeah. It's, just, yeah it's just frustrating when you're the only person who's watched something that's really exciting and you want to talk about it and you can't talk to anybody yeah you know? they're all like spoilers yep I'm like come on guys
1: <laughs> so so you know now I, I, I feel that it is the best television show I've ever seen but now Colin you came to it even later than us, because I remember yelling at you, much like Max was yelling at me, um, about not having seen it. And you're like, oh, well, I've got the DVDs sitting up on my shelf. I just haven't watched them yet. And I'm like, why are you talking to us? Watch this.
3: Yeah. So, I, uh, I got the box set bought for me as a gift. Um, and it sat amongst all my other box sets with the cellophane still wrapped around it tightly. Uh, and I just never, never got around to watching it. Uh, there just never seemed to be the time, um, and yes, you you went when you found out I had the entire box set and hadn't watched any of it. You was less than impressed to say the least. So one yeah. um, day I, uh, I I did my backing, so I had I had some time off work, and I thought oh, I'll start that box set. And once I started the box set,
1: I did not stop. Yeah, I think I warned you about that. Yeah. Yeah. just had to make sure you have like a day off of work or something like that just yeah because you need to watch it all the way through it's like that episode of portlandia
2: yes yeah
3: so yeah so i, I
1: was doing um
3: an average of two episodes a day mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> there's nothing
3: to get through the that. that's quite good <laughs> the shifts i work that that's that's impressive trust me
1: yeah
3: you know I, as a as a goal for TV for an entire week as a rule, I will probably watch two or three hours of TV an entire week. Oh, that's ridiculously healthy. And, uh,
2: <laughs> cause I know. Because I just don't have time. Be more so, unreasonably American.
3: I, I do apologize. <laughs> so, so for me to actually sit there and watch uh, two episodes of, of Battlestar Galactica back-to-back every solitary day without fail, some days it was three, um, but every day it was,
1: it was at least two.
2: Sunday's three. Slow down, man. No, that was over
1: <laughs> So that took what, like a little over a month for you to get through the whole show. Yeah, more or
3: less. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And and what were your your thoughts on? I show? loved it. Yeah.
3: I thought I thought it was excellent writing. I thought the acting was was sublime. Uh, I loved the characters. Uh, the ending. I could see why because I avoided like as much as I can spoiler wise once I started watching it um, so the ending was a bit I could see where people were a bit pissed with the ending mm-hmm. in, in relation to certain things which obviously we'll, we'll do episodes on as the podcast progresses um, but I did think the writing was brilliant I thought the story was brilliant um, I liked the way it was character driven yes because I like I that type of thing where you're not relying on the story all the time you, you're invested in the characters yeah um, and I like I like the fact that he did invest in the characters because an awful lot of science fiction nowadays, it's very, very disposable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I also like the fact that it was made for adults.
1: Yes, for sure.
3: So, I did like that aspect as well. So, and I also... I didn't actually see a fat lot of the original uh, series, um, but I did once I watched it I went back and did some reading and some checking up and all that and I did like the fact that the Vipers were like the Vipers from the original series Uh, the silence from the original series made like basically a cameo appearance shall we say Mm -hmm. Um, I like the way that they they tied the two incarnations together and and it all flowed perfectly in the storyline that they wrote Um, and it was also nice that it wasn't the technology wasn't like you know lasers and ray guns and and stuff like that and the, well, you know i like the fact that it was grounded in some respects
1: yeah yeah that, i mean that, that t- tying it into the original series that was one of the things which i i always was very impressed by you know the idea of like saying well this this is you know stuff that we had 30 years ago and we're going to take our visual cues and whatnot from this show that we had 30 years ago not to say that this is a sequel to that show by any stretch of the imagination but there's no reason why you know visually speaking we can't uh borrow from that continuity in that world and you know
2: well they're playing around with the the meta-narrative qualities of the of the idea that all of this has happened before and will again. Mm-hmm. And the, like, if you want to be like strictly literal about it, uh, none of these things happened before. Because obviously this is the first time, but at the same time there's, there's a reference to the past. So while he's saying these events are transpiring for the second time in a sense, mm-hmm. they're actually also transpiring for a second time in the literal sense, past the fourth wall. So yeah. it was just an additional layer of, of, of narrative there, which doesn't really pay off. But it was really interesting to think about early on.
3: Yeah. It's also the amount of research that's gone into it as well. You know, that they haven't just plucked names out of the ether like Kobold is Persian for Heaven. Mm-hmm.
1: You know,
2: he's also very. Mm-mm, doesn't matter Mormon there's yeah, a lot of the, Mormonism the, 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 the
1: cobalt thing I think is a reference to Kolob right it's a reference to Kolob where
2: God is an actual dude who lives there yeah just a straight up dude it, it is he has an apartment and everything
1: it is kind of crazy because I remember you, you talking about how you know the 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 original series was very much uh, influenced by Mormonism and um, I was oh. not really familiar with Mormon, Mormonism at all but you know then you know like when you hear things about or when you read about you know the the sort of Mormon beliefs with the knowledge of the, of uh, Battlestar Galactica in your head, it's like wow, yeah, no, that was totally all about Mormonism. It's
2: it's actually kind of strange at certain points because when you realize that the show is really kind of a future spacefied version yeah. of the original Mormons, yeah, you think what are they saying about that? because like it's not really clear what they're trying to do with Mormon references Mm -hmm. but uh, obviously there was some sort of like affection for the Mormon mythology
1: yeah yeah
2: which is pretty ridiculous
1: I I don't know what the history is in terms of you know uh Jerry Anderson right that's his name or was he the guy the creator of the original
2: you're thinking of a different
3: guy
1: I'm thinking of the guy who created Thunderbirds yeah
3: yeah Jerry Anderson did Thunderbirds and um, Stingray and all that lot.
1: Yeah, this guy yeah. was. Uh, oh my god! It shows up in every episode. Is it of every episode? You how, put
2: Jerry Anderson in my head.
1: How do we not know <laughs> who, who the creator of the show that we're doing a thing on is?
3: Yes, like you've, you've, you've put the puppet master in his head now. He's
1: he's, he's done. Oh my god. Um, G- Larson. Yeah, Glen Larson. Glenn Larson. Um. Glen Larson. So, yeah, when I Larson. just thought would uh, Jerry Anderson from Glenn Larson, but still. GL? 70s TV icons, 70s sci-fi TV icons, you know? I would not mind am 12. They're both mammals. Mm-hmm.
2: There's a lot in common between these. Yes, is, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, Glenn A. Larson. Yeah. Who, is done, he's done a million things in...
2: Neither one is technically a smoke monster yes it was very Technic, similar technically
1: technically
0: yeah
2: technically
1: like if you look at the shows that he's created i mean it's insane how many shows he created
2: usually credited as glenn a larson for some reason
1: yeah yeah uh like knight maybe rider
2: maybe a that is stands for anderson
1: maybe yeah maybe. let's go with that just go you with you never that. know that's yeah, that true works. people accept just, it yeah. that's what and they do
3: mention, on the show don't mention not roger
1: again okay <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, because kit's a slight long, obviously.
1: And what he did Magnum PI as well, right? The fall guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um lots of stuff. Lots of stuff easy god. Simon and Simon.
2: You think he just had like blinking red light things lying around? (laughs) Slap that into kit.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So Okay. So
3: so.
1: Yes. So, um, so. So. So what? that's
3: what we're, we're going to be doing anyway, folks. Yes. We're going to be dissecting it.
2: Dissecting it. It's not alive anymore. No. So that would be vivisection.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but Unless we're... you're a captured Cylon ship, and then you get a certain person climbing inside
1: you. And...
2: Dude, spoilers. I know. It's season finale idea. Okay, sorry.
1: But yeah, then the, the you know we're we're gonna. Katsakoff uh... can climb all over me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: went there already. Yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah, we're gonna you know look at um, various uh, concepts and whatnot, and then also do episode reviews and, and things like that. And you know, I'm I'm sure that we're going to be looking for ideas. So if you, the listener, the theoretical listener has any ideas um only sure, theoretical listeners be, be sure to to pass them our way um because please do we're going to, to need some and any trivia notes and stuff like that because people love trivia i guess so yeah people love trivia
3: guys right, bolt named after curricula
1: really yeah okay that's some good trivia um what, what, you, you, have it, you have any uh, Battlestar Galactica trivia, Max? Yes. You're going to save that. it? No. Save it for the future? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Don't all in one guy.
1: No, you do not want that. Yeah.
2: You got to save something.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Otherwise, I won't come back. I've got plenty of weird stuff to bring up. Yeah. And most of the trivia that I know is unbelievably bizarre.
1: Okay, well that's good, that's good. Um, so so yeah, and and we're gonna have uh, well no we we already talked about that. See see <laughs> see no, uh,
2: If you ever want to go green. to the greenhouse where they shot those scenes in the miniseries, I know where that place is. Like literally, I know the address. Really? Yeah.
1: All right. That's cool. It's in Vancouver. Yeah.
2: Right. It's actually just outside of Vancouver, I think. Interesting. I
3: mean, if you ever want to go to Earth, I know where that is.
2: For real?
1: Yeah. Which Earth? The, the second one. Oh. Okay. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Alright. Yeah. So...
3: Uh, I like the way the feelings in English go. Typical typecasting.
1: Well, they're taking that from Empire Strikes Back, right? Yes,
3: of course, that's what it well, is. I'm taking it from everything nowadays, everything, everything, everything the villains in English
1: got at the moment. I guess so.
2: It's because we assume that that English people are smarter than us, because, you know, we read the news, uh, and, and, and we want to be scared by our villains, and we don't want to feel smarter than them. If the villain has an American accent and the hero has a British accent, we're just like, this is going to be easy. There's no tension here. <laughs> <laughs> obviously the hero's going to win. This is ridiculous. Do you hear his voice? He knows what he's doing. A villain? What is the? <laughs> is he going to drive a pickup truck? <laughs> ridiculous.
3: That works. I can live with that. Yeah. There you go.
1: All right, so, so just to give people, you know, since we still have some more time and whatnot, uh, to, to give people sort of a, a baseline on, on where we're coming from with the various aspects of... Battlestar Galactica. Colin, what what do you consider to be the best episode of the show? What are some of your favorite moments of Battlestar Galactica? What are the things about the show which really get you excited? Um, Starbuck. Okay. I think Starbuck
3: is a brilliant character and the fact that it's a female mm-hmm. in, in this incarnation as opposed to a male in the original incarnation. I think that's a nice twist. Uh, I think Adama is basically the linchpin of the entire show Uh, and I think uh, Edward is a phenomenal actor in this and his character is you know it's just he's got such a presence on screen that he just you know when he's when he's doing a scene it's just you just eyes on him because he's such a a brilliant actor in it yeah I also like the little touches like I said you know like you know, spoilers and stuff like that, folks. But you know, like the the fact that cancer isn't cured by a miracle pill. Well, it kind uh, of is it's at one cured point, by right? a
2: miracle blood. <laughs> yeah, that's not a medical.
3: Yeah, but that's not a miracle pill. I it's guess not so. like, it's yeah. not like someone giving you a tablet and you grow a either.
1: You don't know that. You don't know how he administered it. It it, it is cool that he
2: would he could have frozen it into pill form and had her swallow it.
1: It, it, yeah, it like... is cool that they have you know, cancer and not something like space cancer, you know?
2: Space cancer yeah. is the worst. Yeah. It's basically diarrhea. <laughs> so,
3: so... You I, also, I also like it when, the, like, the, the, the battle scenes are brilliant. The, the realism uh, of the, the, ground, the ground fighting and the tactics that they use, the fact that the, all too often in, in science fiction, even though space is, isn't two-dimensional, the space the fights are two-dimensional.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, there's there's a certain like like maturity to the to the action. Like nobody ever like jumps out from behind cover in
1: slow motion firing two guns. No, no, and you don't need to pose.
2: Unfortunately, that never happens. That would be awesome.
1: Well, I mean the the, the type of action that they have is well, technically very much... some
2: centurions do that, <laughs> and, but, but, yeah, but of... I don't care.
1: Yeah, the type of action that they have is similar to the type of show that it is. The type of uh um style that they're going for on the whole where it's very realistic you know
2: also there's no point where the, the directors writers and producers are trying to put a shot into the thing that'll make
1: the audience go ooh well, there's a few times,
2: mm.
1: but um, mm. but but yeah. I mean, generally speaking, you know, it, it's got sort of a very cinema verite feel to it. You know, handheld cameras, and you know, things are not. Uh, I mean, even even in the uh, effects,
2: it's like Dogma '95, but right, and what like with spaceships and aliens and right robots that I think.
1: Yeah, the the, exactly the, same. the visual effects, you know, it's mm-hmm. like handheld, almost like, you know, you've got a camera stuck onto a spaceship, you know, as it's uh, flying through this battle, you know, it's, it's very grounded in reality. And I know a lot of people are, are um, upset by that. You know, I was just reading the other day, someone on Twitter was like, I can't watch this show because the shaky cam bothers me too much. And I think that's a little weird, but I mean, well, certainly that's the thing. get motion
2: sickness. I guess. Yeah. I I think, guess that's true. I yeah. I think that they're weak.
1: It's 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 like in
3: a mini series when the when the when the cameras spin round them as they're talking.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: A lot of I know I know people who cannot watch them scenes because they get motion sickness.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Babies. Yeah.
3: It's but, like it's like is it one in ten people can't play a first person shooter? Mm-hmm. You that's know, such, I'm, such me such me being one of them really yeah I can't play a first person shooter because I feel sick hmm.
1: that's ridiculous so, that's weird yeah
3: I like ever ask me to play call of duty because I'll be too busy vomiting somewhere and just you'll just die from on your team
2: you should play you should play descent descent descent, descent. okay full 360 range of movement mm-hmm. like three different axes there's no up or down. It's awesome.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, I'll definitely
1: be vomiting. <laughs> but yeah, that, that the, the look of the show and the feel of the show and, and everything like that is one of the things that I really respond to, and um, it, it's one of the things which, to me, makes it stand apart from a lot of uh, science fiction television, like Star Trek, for example. It's not staged. Of course it is staged but it doesn't feel like it's staged it feels like this is something which is happening and you know the the set design and the, the production design you know and, and everything it sort of reinforces that. It has kind of a Star Wars feel to it and that it's a, sort of a lived in universe. It's not like the Enterprise D where it's all you know nice and shiny and, and pretty or anything like that the costumes you know they're Dirty and ripped and and everything and and the performances as well, you know, I mean like all of these things just sort of reinforce that and I love the fact that it has this sort of um, uh, continuing storyline, you know, which which is also lacking in a lot of uh, science fiction. It, it's it's really kind of like they took the uh, the qualities which have um, informed. Like modern cop shows or modern, uh, you know, um, ER shows, and applied them to science fiction, and that makes all the difference in the world to me. And then when you go beneath that surface and you find, you know, some of the the best uh, philosophical discussions uh, that you can on television these days, um, it's that's really rewarding. You know, it's one of those shows that makes you feel like you're getting smarter as you watch it okay you disagree with that max
2: um no i'm just waiting it's fine wait you want to know
1: what the other shows are is that what you're saying Uh, no 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 i just
2: i just find that that statement
1: very interesting okay in what way
2: Uh, because i i mean i don't i don't agree with that i mean like i i actually think that one of the things that like I'm, i'm most interested in is how it fails to do precisely that there are plenty of places where the show um, aspires to a certain level of of, of you know discourse, uh, dialectic, you know, essentially just trying to be challenging, and doesn't quite reach it.
1: Well, I mean, it shoots, it, it aims high. And yeah, and, sometimes it misses the target.
2: And that that to me is the most interesting thing about the show. It's it's why these things don't work. Because I think most of them most of them don't actually work. Okay. If you go deep enough into any of these things, it sort of starts to break down. But there's the opportunity to discuss how they could have not, which is more interesting.
1: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. And on top of all that, I think it just you know has a a, a really good story, um, which is you know exciting, and and you know you can look at it on just sort of a pure sort of action-adventure level and be completely satisfied by that as well. So it's a tricky balancing act, but uh, I think they do a a really good job on the whole. Um, You know, and I mean, like I've I've said, I keep on saying, you know, it's the best show I've ever seen, you know, and and Mm. I still think that that's true. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they did fuse all these things together into one television show. You know, it may not do any one of those things as well as something else but the fact that they were able to put them all together put all of these elements together was really really impressive to me
2: obviously if they had spaceships on the wire that would be a better show
1: yes that's the type of thing like i was thinking about like
2: i mean obviously if they had spaceships on the wire it would be a
1: better show the philosophical things
2: breaking bad had evil robots better show
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, like, like that type of thing. Like, the, the... I'd be addicted to MAFTO.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It would be that awesome.
1: <laughs> I, I I keep on thinking <laughs> of like True Detective, you know, and and how amazing that show is. But have um, you finished that? I have, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's um, it still doesn't have the the scope of Battlestar Galactica. Um, so, you know, Battlestar Galactica still gets my vote for best television series of all time. Well, granted, there's a lot that I haven't seen, and we'll qualify that.
2: Like all the better ones.
1: I guess
3: so. <laughs> so the silence would have been like the Gemma darling. I would have been
1: addicted to math. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. Love that.
1: <laughs> well, that'll have to be another episode one day where we break <laughs>
3: We do a rewrite.
2: See, now I'm picturing an entirely different series where the where the Cylons are coming up the Baltars like you. You got anything? I got it. I got to I got it. Whoa! I really need something, man. And Baltar's totally hooking him up. Because instead of building a Cylon detector, he's got a meth lab.
1: Mm-hmm. God, this is such a good show. Breaking this is BSG. good.
2: Safety's
1: for the rewrite Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So so, Colin, do you have any final thoughts on? Battlestar Galactica on the whole you know, any any final thoughts on on this or, or what we're doing or anything?
3: Well, obviously if they're listening to this podcast then they've either watched it or they're
1: thinking of watching
3: it. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't watched it, what I would say is watch it. Please. Uh, otherwise we're going to spoil the crap out of it. Yes. Um, like right now? Yeah, well like we already have done on several occasions
2: already. Yeah.
3: But we will continue to spoil the crap out of it so if you haven't watched it then please do watch it before uh, and if you have watched it and there's something you want us to talk about or us to cover, back or there's something that's niggling you or bugging you about the series and you want us to try and explain it or make sense of it then by all means drop us a line let us know uh, and we'll, we'll quite happily do that because you know feedback is always good from the outside world
1: yeah what about you max what about me you have any final thoughts on battlestar galactica or, or anything
2: there are far too many final thoughts on battlestar galactica to someone but some, of it, some okay. sort of
1: conclusive statement. on our introduction to battlestar galactica
2: nope my my follow-up will be um um overly uh, in-depth analyses of things in the show
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about doing this. Uh, there's obviously a lot to talk about on the show, and uh, I think it will be fun to discuss. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's been a while since I've seen, seen the series, and, you know, because of the, our other podcasts and whatnot, I've been so um, honed in on Star Trek as of late that it'll be nice to sort of uh, expand that and get into a different... Uh, mythology and and see what that has to offer as well yes all right so so Colin uh, where else are you what, what other I mean we, we all do other podcasts uh, not necessarily all together um, where, where what other podcasts can people find you on or where else on the internet can people
3: uh, you can follow me on melodic tracks which is a music podcast that dissects the music of Star Trek which is on the Trek FM network and if you go to youtube and you look for the sci-fi diner podcast on youtube that's me as well that's basically the main two places and if you want to feedback to me directly you can feedback to me on twitter which is c o l m h 01 which is also on google plus uh, and if you want to drop us an email then by all means drop an email through the Sweet media website and it will be forwarded to
1: us
0: mm.
1: yeah and Max, you're you're with me on... Trek Stars. Commentary Trek Stars, which is also on Trek.fm. Yep. And,
2: and our other show, Off Topic. Yeah, commentary,
1: commentary Trek Stars Off Topic on CommentaryTrekStars.com. So many... So N- now you know where the title commentary frack stars comes from. Yes. Sorry, that was Drew's fault. But hey, if it weren't for that, we wouldn't be here today. So. Everything is everyone's fault. Everything is everyone's fault. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm on those two shows as well. And I'm also on um, Trek.FM's Standard Orbit with Drew. Excuse me and uh yeah you can find uh me on twitter at mumbles 3k and uh yeah also you could follow the show at com Track stars our shows the show as well whatever yes yeah
2: i have a twitter account but it's not public because i i don't want people listening to me
1: yeah you should make that public nah. okay all right well you should make another Twitter you, account.
2: i'm actually using it mostly for testing purposes
1: okay make another one I'll think about it. Alright. If you have ideas for Max's Twitter handle, email them. <laughs> to the
3: somebody else. <laughs> Please. The Lord the Cobo
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty much it. I wanna be the Astral Queen. There you go. At Astral Queen. You gotta lock that down right now. Sure. Okay. Um I guess that's pretty much it for this week, right? yeah are we going to have like a sign off or something like that like yeah probably. until next week fresh <laughs> to you. no no nah. not a good person okay all right well then i guess we'll just leave it at that
2: <laughs> by your command
1: there you go <laughs>
2: Power. end of line end of line it's end of line end of line end of line all
0: right